0: Welcome to the Rebel News Roundup. This is the program where we discuss cultural and governmental issues impacting the family. I'm your host, Ryan Dobson. Today we're going to discuss Roe v. Wade and the Supreme Court, how the government has spent the COVID relief funds, children, are they yours or the teachers, the border disaster, the Ministry of Truth and Disinformation, Ukraine and a possible war with Russia and China, and a win for free speech. Thank you so much to today's sponsors, Covenant Eyes at CovenantEyes.com is the number one porn blocker available on the internet today. It's better than every other service available. It will get rid of it in your life. It'll improve your relationships. Go to CovenantEyes.com, use the code word REBEL for a free month. And thank you to all of our monthly donors and supporters. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your donations. It keeps us online. It keeps us going every morning. It gets us up. Thank you so very much. Join the Rebel family at rebelparenting.org and click on the Donate tab. All right, let's dive into it. Roe v. Wade. If you missed the Tuesday program, I read an email where I reached out to my biological family for the very first time. I think you'll like that one. It's a special one for me. I barely got through it. Laura didn't make it, but it was a good one. So you're going to start hearing... Lies, 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 lies about this decision of Roe v. Wade. It should not have been leaked. If they find out the person that did leak that, they should go to jail. They should be prosecuted for that. This is uh, an atrocity that a decision by our highest system of court is leaked out in order to cause protest and try to sway a decision of the Supreme Court. And you're going to hear all kinds of lies about it. Uh, multiple people are people are suggesting that if this leaked draft is in fact the final decision in the Mississippi abortion case it represents, quote, another right-wing blow against democracy, and it is the opposite of that. The decision overturning Roe v. Wade promotes democracy by returning the issue to the people of the 50 states to decide what they want to do. It stops this Orwellian authoritarian government from Washington, D.C., dictating everything every other state has to do. If you're in Idaho, you know what needs to go on in Idaho, right? In fact, the big one that's coming out with this is if they repeal Daylight Savings Time. I'm telling you, everybody says, oh, Daylight Savings Time. We can't stand it. We can't stand it. There is a real reason for this. You hear that it's about farmers. It was about that. But here's what you don't know. I'm from the West. I'm from California. In the East Coast, if you remove Daylight Savings Time, that means little children will be going to the bus stop and going to school in pitch black darkness. Do you understand that? For a good portion of the year, children will be going to school or coming home from school in pitch black darkness. Daylight savings time alleviates almost all of this. They tried to stop daylight savings time back in the 70s. You probably don't remember or probably haven't heard about this. Children died. It happened so dramatically and so drastically, they repealed it after nine months. You're hearing one side of the story. And by the way, the left insists that the majority of Americans support abortion rights, right? You hear it all the time. The majority of Americans support abortion rights. If that is in fact the case, why do you need an authoritarian Kim Jong-un dictator government telling the entire country what to do? If everybody supports this, let the states decide. But they don't, and you know it. Therefore, you're trying to crack down and be authoritarian, and that is awful. Second, Biden lied through his teeth again. He suggested that the philosophy expressed in Justice Alito's draft opinion will result in all kinds of things being declared illegal, like contraception. You're going to hear things like that all the time. Others suggested it would lead to a ban on interracial marriage. Someone might want to tell the Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas that if he votes for this— Some people are saying that it's going to end his uh, marriage to his wife, Jenny, who's white. He's black, she's white. Do you think Justice Thomas would vote for something that's going to end his marriage? I don't think so. In fact, Justice Alito, who wrote this opinion, anticipated all these protests and all these lies. And he specifically wrote, quote, "...nothing in this opinion should be understood to cast doubt upon precedents that do not concern abortion." Not marriage, not contraception, not any of the other things. Abortion and abortion only. It is not health care, and it is not a constitutional right. Except that Biden said it was a constitutional right. We're going to get into that in just a moment. It's not a constitutional right. It's not. I hear all these people chanting, you know, when the Supreme Court uh, leak came out. Instantly, there were barricades around the Supreme Court because protesters came out. And I see all these young women chanting, abortion is health care. You couldn't be more misinformed. You couldn't be more wrong. Just start screaming, murder is health care. That's what you're saying. Murder is health care. Murder is health care. Murder is health care. But it's not. Right? Mm. It's insanity going on in our country again. This is the one, sometimes, you know, I try not to get into Biden's gaps or falls or things like that. And he said something just the other day that was awesome. He was referring to reporters on the White House lawn. He said, our constitution gives women the right to, quote, abort a child. Did you hear it? You ever hear people use the phrase, he said the quiet thing out loud, or she said the quiet thing out loud? He said the quiet thing out loud. He said the Constitution gives women the right to, quote, abort a child. One, it doesn't. The word abortion is not mentioned anywhere in the Constitution, not one time. Obviously, it wasn't because abortion didn't exist when our Constitution was written. It's not mentioned in the Constitution. But did you hear what he said? He didn't say it gives women the right to abortion. He didn't say it gives women the right to abort a clump of cells. He said it gives women the right to abort a child. He said, child. Can you imagine the screams all over the leftist White House when he announced abortion kills children? Let's dive into COVID. A new analysis reveals that COVID relief money intended to help schools safely reopen was instead used to buy critical race theory curricula for many classrooms and to fund left-wing training sessions for teachers and school administrators. The American Rescue Plan provided $122 billion to the nation's schools. Listen to that, $122 billion with a B, billion dollars. You paid your taxes last month. This is where it went. The resources were used to... uh, that money was provided to give the schools resources they needed to safely reopen. We were told it would be used for virus mitigation like ventilation systems, masks, plexiglass dividers, etc. cetera. And as soon as the liberal teachers unions and school officials got that money, they started using it for critical race theory programs. For example, California received $15 billion in federal grants to reopen its schools, and at least $1.5 billion was used for things like implicit bias training, anti-bias strategies, environmental literacy, and LGBTQ plus cultural competency. How is that mitigating the COVID virus to reopen schools? How is that helping your children stay healthy? New York used part of its 9 billion to fund, quote, diversity and equity inclusion programs. Illinois used some of its $5 billion. By the way, that's $29 billion in three states. And a big chunk of that was used to pay for programs with an emphasis on equity and diversity. How many schools could have been built from the ground up? How many teachers could have been hired? with all those billions of dollars instead they didn't get used for masks or ventilation systems or plexiglass walls things like that they got used for things like implicit bias training anti-bias strategies environmental literacy lgbtq plus cultural competency diversity equity and inclusion emphasis on equity and diversity that is an atrocity. When you vote in November in the midterm elections, remember your tax dollars and where they're going. Again, talking to uh, uh, teachers, honoring the teachers of the year, President Biden said, you've heard me say it many times about our children, but it's true. They're all our children. Are they? Are my kids Biden's kids? Are my kids Pelosi's kids? And you recognize that, teachers. They're not someone else's children. They're like yours when they're in the classroom. Um, no, they are not. My children are not the teacher's children when they enter the classroom. They will never be anything but my children and children of God. And you can't say whatever you want to my children. You can't teach them whatever you want. They aren't yours. They're mine. Gracious, there's so much with this stuff talk about the border. Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas testified before Congress yesterday. He said, we will not lose operational control of the border. We have effectively managed an unprecedented number of non-citizens seeking to enter the United States. This is an outright, outright lie. A complete and total blasphemy of the truth. Last year, more than two million illegals entered our country through the southern border. Two million. That is half the population of all of Los Angeles. It's just under the population of all of Chicago, and it is the population of the fourth largest city in America, Houston. We let the entire population of Houston illegally enter the United States. And our Secretary of Homeland Security says, we have effectively managed this. We won't lose operational control. Why are we sending $33 billion to Ukraine to secure their border and we can't secure ours? There aren't 2 million Russians that have entered the Ukraine since the border conflict started, but last year alone, not including this year, last year the entire population of Houston was allowed to enter the United States illegally. That's crazy. Oh, uh, let's do the war and then the Ministry of Truth. How about that? Oh, I did have it in my notes earlier. Okay. Again, let's dive into it. We're sending $33 billion to Ukraine to secure their borders. $33 billion, not to our border, to stop the $2 million that came in last year and more that will come in this year. There have never been more illegals entering the United States than under Biden's presidency in the history of the United States. Never more than right now, right here in our country. That's the border crisis. We don't have a border crisis in Ukraine. We've got a border crisis in America. Then here's why. Biden's presidency is weak. What happened in Afghanistan seven months ago was a disaster for his presidency Gas prices, food prices, uh insurance, everything is gone up in America. Every price has been raised. I got all these little stickers. Can you see them? It's my tiny Biden sticker right here. Those that are listening, I've got little Biden stickers and he's pointing and it says, I did that. Every time I get gas, I stick one of those on the gas prices to remind everyone where this is coming from. And at the same time, Gas prices in California are well over $5 a gallon, $6 uh, a gallon in some places. We're almost reached $4 a gallon here in, in Colorado. And we're sending $33 billion to Ukraine because President Biden is trying to look tough. He's saying we should have a regime change in Russia. He is hinting at a war with Russia. He says he's demanding a regime change, Putin be removed from power, Secretary of Defense Austin says our goal in Ukraine is to see Russia, quote, weakened militarily, and Speaker Nancy Pelosi says we're committed to Ukraine, quote, until the fight is done. Are we? Are we really? When was this decided? By whom was it decided? Not me. No one asked me my opinion. Because I'll tell you, I don't think we should be supporting Zelensky in the way that we are. Should we be supporting the people? Sure, but we're calling Zelensky a hero. All the Biden laptop stuff came from Zelensky and the Ukraine. This is the second most corrupt nation in the Eastern Europe. Second only to Russia. Why are we committed to this until the fight is done? Are we? Again, remember this. In November, when the votes come. All right. Lastly, the big win for free speech in Boston. The city of Boston was discriminating against Christians. Boston had allowed hundreds of organizations to fly their flags and hold special events in City Hall Plaza in order to, quote, foster diversity. But the city rejected one flag and one flag only. Can you guess? If you see me at the beach, I have it tattooed right here. It's the Christian flag. How's that for tolerance? How's that for fostering diversity? Thank you to the people at Liberty Council for successfully defending free speech. My goodness, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for joining us every single week. Tuesdays is Rebel Parenting. Thursdays is the Rebel Parenting Roundup. Thanks to all of our monthly supporters for keeping us online and keeping us getting up in the morning and encouraged and excited to do the work that God has called us to do. Join our Rebel Army at rebelparenting.org and click on the Donate tab. Thank you to our sponsor, Covenant Eyes at covenanteyes.com. Get rid of the porn in your life improve your relationships, be a good role model for your kids. CovenantEyes.com. Use the code word REBEL for a free month. Listeners, don't forget. Stay informed. Stay involved. God bless. I'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.